For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. How's it going, my lad? Hello, uh, lad. Yes, your lad is good. I'm uh, hanging in there. Nice. Uh, just, you know, chilling back at home. Nice. For a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, tying up some loose ends and um, gearing up for, uh, well, the big festival in Las Vegas when the we were huge young. huge festival. Coming up in uh, just about... We're about a week away, Mike. I'm flying out in a week, so pretty crazy. And with that, let's just hop right in because we got our new news. Uh, oh, yes. When we were young, 23, 2023 specifically, announced uh, and headlining Blink-182 with Tom DeLonge back in the band. How are we feeling about this? Um. Well, you know, I think it's time. You yeah. know, I think we, we knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think Tom needed to do something different for a little while. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, he did some actually fairly cool stuff, you know, with um, the, uh, I forget what it's called, to the Stars Academy or whatever he was working on. Angels and Airwaves, all that fun stuff. Of course. And of course, Angels and Airwaves, which is a great side project that Mm -hmm. I think doesn't get enough credit, actually. Um, And, you know, and now it seems like the band's back together. Obviously... Matt Skiba is on the outside looking in. I yep. kind of wondered if they were going to keep him around sort of as like a second guitar player. Yeah, um, I, I was wondering that as well, but it seemed like today Tom posted, actually, we're recording on Wednesday, or the Thursday. I've lost track of time. Uh, hmm. But Tom posted today uh, kind of a message to Matt that he kind of saved the band and helped like keep it going for him. And I thought it was, it seemed really heartfelt and appreciative. So 
Yeah, that's a tough thing to write. You know, it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like that is a nice thing to say, but it's also like, is it kind of like thanks for keeping my seat warm? Mm-hmm. You know, um, regardless, uh, Blink One Eighty Two is back, baby, and this is the you know the lineup that everyone knows. I'm not going to say original lineup because yep. it's not the original lineup, but this is the main lineup for the that the band had, and um, it's it's uh, it's exciting news, and I think it's really cool that they're announcing the band's back. They're mm-hmm. announcing the shows already on sale. The the uh, pre-order is up, which I can't I can't say I have wild. never heard of a pre-order for a record that's has no title, no songs, well, no track listing, and no release date. Pre-order for a record that has none of that versus festival getting announced when the inaugural festival hasn't even happened yet. It's true. It's true. And I actually, to be fair, I don't think it is the inaugural festival. I think they did do All right, when we they were had young. a smaller scale one, but they, like, they did have a smaller scale one. But yes, this is the format. Uh, yes, 2023, it's, it's announced. I'm looking at the ad mat right here. They somehow managed to make it even uglier than last year's. Yeah. Uh, this, this to me is like <laughs> saying, like, you've currently got a job at McDonald's and you are announcing that you're working at this three-star Michelin restaurant and you already have an offer for another three-star Michelin restaurant, right? Like it just seems like a crazy jump up from that first one. Um, How are we feeling about this lineup though? Because I think as a whole, the second year's lineup is better. I think there's bigger name bands all the way down the poster, but I also don't like it as much because there's less diversity. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I think it's a great lineup and it's mm-hmm. funny because we had this conversation like just on tour talking yeah. about like, man, they got like everybody for when we were young, you mm-hmm. know, 2022. Who are they going to get for 2023? And we called a lot of this. Oh, yeah. They pretty much nailed every band that isn't playing this year mm-hmm. is is playing well, next year. The I only mean, band I can that isn't playing is Under Oath. Yeah. That's the only band that I think feel like got left out from... From both years. Yeah. And like, obviously there's probably something going on. They've got something else that's happening, whatever. But uh, I set my friends on fire. Not there either year as well. Oh, yeah. Craziness. Yes. They're not. No, they'll they'll do their um, when we were hungry or whatever. <laughs> it did. No yeah. way. Why? What happened? I don't remember. But it got uh. canceled. It's over. But no, I really like this lineup as a whole. I think there's a lot of good, like newer kind of more on the pop punk emo side bands like obviously you have movements water parks all the way down to like hot mulligan no pressure magnolia park bands like that that we talk about here and like all the yeah. classics like obviously green day and blink and you've got rise against and some 41 and newfound glory and like just go check this out if you haven't looked obviously like something corporate coming back say anything yep. performing shows that's crazy yep it is crazy with Finch, back with Finch the original original drummer and bass player of Say Anything too, which is yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, Finch is back another reunion, but it's true. I, you know, it's almost like the first when we were young festival, the one happening next week. Mm-hmm. That that's a little more like 2006, yeah. where this one is a little bit more like 2001. Yeah, definitely. you know, um, it's like you know some of these bands like you see you know Goldfinger, the Ataris, mm-hmm. uh, you know Bowling for Soup, Good Charlotte. You know, uh, uh, just just some artists that got, or something corporate is on here too. We need to mention that. Yep. That's a wild Motion one. Motion City soundtrack. The Academy um, is like it's very two thousand. Yeah, just a lot of just a lot of bands that that kind of happened a little bit before, and it's it's a cool lineup, man. It's mm-hmm. a cool lineup, and 
they've they've done it again. Yep. And uh, uh, you know, I I think, yeah, I think people are going to be excited. And this next weekend, where we're when we're starting to play, uh, mm-hmm. we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think honestly, it's an amazing lineup. My only real gripe is like the diversity because it is it is very two thousand one stash, right? But like. I feel like there are some of the bands playing this year that would have fit better if they already had this like image in their head. Like, I think you could have slotted in like an Atreyu or a Killswitch Engage or oh yeah, like a Parkway yeah. Drive or something like that on next year's lineup, and at least like just one of those names would have made it way more bearable for me than seeing sad music all day. Yeah, it's yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying, and when, when I am looking at the the lineup now because it's right in front of me. And I'm like, who's the heaviest band? Mm-hmm. The heaviest band Pierce might be Pierce the Veil. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce the Veil or maybe Thrice. No, it's Pierce the <laughs> Veil. Thrice, Thrice is not that heavy anymore. Uh, I guess not anymore. But yeah, that's 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 certainly interesting. It is, mm-hmm. it is Pierce the Veil is the heaviest band. So that's that is very interesting. Yeah. But um, no, but I'm I'm stoked for it. Uh you'll love to see it. And it's just great to see, you know, another more attention on the scene and and some great bands. For sure. Uh, and speaking of some great bands, we had some music last week. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk about the stuff from two weeks ago. We kind of had a review of that as well as kind of talking about it last week. Uh, but our number one last week, a eulogy for those still here by counterparts. What'd you think? Um, absolutely incredible record. Mm -hmm. You know, the band never misses. We've talked about this before. They are remarkably consistent Mm -hmm. with their albums and, you know, what was interesting is like, I knew going into listening to this record that it was going to be good. And I yeah. was expecting quite a lot from it. And it still exceeded my expectations. Yeah. It, it was of, better than I thought it would be. To kind of like throw it in with like a band in a similar space. It really reminded me of that Knocked Loose EP last year where I went in knowing that I was getting knocked loose and kind of knowing what I was going to get but I was a little bit blown away by the depth of the emotion within the record itself, where I think they kind of took that next step. Obviously counterparts has always been an emotional band, so it knocked loose, but they kind of opened a door a little bit deeper within them and opened up to their audience a bit more in a way that felt very personable and relatable, which I think was pretty cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Having sad songs about animals and pets, like, Right. Untapped market for just making people sad. I mean, that song is, yeah, that song is sad and, and a beautiful tribute, Mm -hmm. but also you got to give him credit for like just being able to make that Mm -hmm. work with and make it still make it like, if you didn't know what the song's about, it's still like a universal, you know, feeling that you, that, you know, people can bring into their own lives and their own loss. Yep. So incredible lyricism, uh, throughout this record, which you come to expect, expect from counterparts, mm-hmm. but you're right. The emotion, some of the clean vocals too, that, you know, I know that they do that from time to time, but I, I felt like they really, um, I don't know. They really cut, cut through on this yeah. record and it was really a beautiful, 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 mm-hmm. like pretty short record too. Like probably only clocks in just over 30 minutes. Like, it was, yeah, I was listening to it and I was like, oh shit, it's already done. Yep. I like, kind of kind of almost felt like I wanted another song. That's about the only gripe I have, which I wish it wish I had like maybe one, maybe even two more songs, but the record is 
The record is very, very, very good. The strange thing is like I'm hearing a bunch of people say that like the middle of the record is kind of weird and that's where they slow down and get more atmospheric and such. I like that portion of the record even more myself. Yeah. I think it's better. That's just well, it gives you, the record really does give you a lot of different kind of vibes and rhythms and mm-hmm. like it doesn't, it, it shifts around quite a bit. It doesn't, you know, you don't have that thing that happens sometimes with melodic hardcore or, or a lot of where different it just kinds seems of music like the where same like song over and yeah, over and over yeah, again. like songs are in the same key. They have the same kind of rhythms. They're the same tempos, yep. same vocal cadence. This record doesn't fall into that trap, mm-hmm. which is uh, another thing I really like about Definitely it. Definitely so, plus. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think this is, when we're talking about hardcore records, this is probably the best hardcore record of the year. Um, uh, at least it's at least up there for me. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, they killed it again. So if you've been sleeping on counterparts from last week, Make sure before you listen to anything from this week. Well, maybe not anything from this week. This is a big but, week, but definitely like, it's a big week. I'm sorry, counterparts. There are some more important records this. than you this week. Uh, okay, well we'll get. Well, we haven't heard them yet, yeah, so we can't true. say that yet. Um, other record I want to talk about from last week, uh, kind of surprising and blowing me away. Uh, Nulla by Vakovi. This record, oh yeah, is phenomenal. All the way through, awesome. very consistent thematically as well as like instrumentally, and it doesn't feel stale. Every song has just a banging chorus, and I love this. This is what I want from like a Hot Milk album, right? Where it's just super yeah. catchy and a great time. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, unfortunately did not get a chance to listen to that one all the way through. For shame. I uh, did. I did really. I know. I did really enjoy the singles though. So that's one that I'm going to have to put on my list. Of, of records to to get into and, and get back into. Yep. Because uh, that's a good one. That's overall, a good band. Overall, a great time. Um, some other records that I didn't mention last week that ended up coming out that I just want to talk about real quick because I ended up sure. listening to them and I think they're great. Um, so we've talked about some emo rap artists uh, on this show. Uh, one of them specifically being Riley. Uh, known as being uh, the tour manager for Chase Atlantic, gone his own viral sensation. Uh, he put out a new record called City of Angels. I think it's really great. Uh, it's a less of the like party style emo rap that he normally does, and it feels a lot more honest and open and atmospheric and slow, which I think is a okay. really cool move for him because he hasn't lost his production value or sound by doing that either it's not like the lo-fi like soundcloud emo rap it's it's got very high production value and i think it's just a really really cool glimpse into what the genre can be um because it is still sad but it's not like sad and i can't understand it but it's really good um, all right yeah and then have to check it out riley all caps r-i-l-e-y yep. Uh, and then there's a new record from Open Mike Eagle called Component System with the Auto Reverse. Open Mike Eagle's one of my favorite hip hop artists. Uh, I think he's really, really talented. Um, he's not like a lot of like, and I'm just going to throw buzzwords around here because I don't know these genres as well, but like gangster rap and things of the like. And um, it's hip hop with a meaning. I compare it very, very honestly with artists like Run the Jewels where it's uh, impressive in the amount of like flow and lyricism that they can have and the kind of honesty and relatableness to it with me uh, and my background. So I think that's an absolutely great record and everybody should check that out as well. All right. Um, Was there anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Do you have any other records you want to talk about? Oh, there's one other. 
Um, so there's this really cool Midwest emo band called Trash, just T R S H though, and they put ah, out they yes. put they put out a new record, phenomenal. I love these guys. Yeah, this is a band I've been meaning to check out. Mm-hmm. I actually saw them on your list, and it reminded me. Yeah, um, I know super super small band. Like this is ten thousand monthly listeners on Spotify. So this is this is something really under the radar, mm-hmm. but definitely something that I. I uh, that I've been meaning to check out this, this, uh, this new one from them. Yep. Oh, and the goat whore record was amazing too. Yes. The goat whore record was very good. Um, and that band, I don't know what it is, man. Underrated band. I don't know. Underrated band, but they sell a lot of merch. I think they do. Yeah. You ready to get into this week though? Yeah, it's a big one. We better jump in. Uh, I'm excited. So how many we have? What's the, so, I know you were kicking tires on how many you wanted to do. Yeah, so it I, is a big I kicked one. quite a few tires, actually. And I was able to get us down to a top 10. I figured that was a nice oh area. Oh my God, the top 10. And, All right. and these are ones that I think that we can talk about in detail, right? Where there, there are some other ones that we can talk about a little bit, but I think they fit more as an honorable mention, right? Right. Yep. yep. Um. So kicking off number 10, let's just get into it. Uh, we've sure. got Orlando, Florida's own Sleeping with Sirens with their new record, Complete Collapse. Damn, um, at number 10. Number 10. Wow. Uh, Big record. Yeah. Uh, I really like these singles a lot more than these singles from the last record, I believe. I feel like they have kind of found their groove again and found what made the band really work uh, a long time ago at this point. Um, yeah. And I really enjoy these singles. I some of them don't hit for me as much as others, right? Uh, but I think as a whole, like these songs are going to be a good time. This record's going to be a good time, especially for longtime bands, the band that have been like asking for that old sound. I think they kind of, as some other bands have done, tried the kind of more alt rock thing, realized that it wasn't working as much. And I mean, it's been a quick turnaround from their last record too. Uh, I think I think it's like a year and a half. Um, so I think they realized that it was kind of a flash in the pan success, a return to heaviness, right? Uh, but didn't have the staying power. And I think this record will have more of that. Yeah, it's interesting. The, the band has had, has had a pretty interesting career. You know, they came out of the gate firing, mm-hmm. you know, um, whenever about 10 years ago, whenever it was, you know, that they, they came out and they had this kind of, instant lightning in a bottle success. Yep. And then it seemed like right when it seemed like right when they were about to explode, mm-hmm. they put out, was it, was the record called madness? Yeah. Where they really took some, they experimented with their sound a lot and they changed some things around. So there was madness and, and there was gossip. And okay. madness had some pretty good songs on it. Like it had kick me, it had go, go, go. Um, it had the song with, it, was this the one with the song with MGK on it? I don't remember. Mm, I don't remember. No, that either. was on that Feel. Was, no, that was Feel. Yeah, that feel was, was a big a big record. Yeah. But like there, um, there were still some good songs, but like they definitely went more to the like pop punk side of their sound. Gossip was the one where they went straight radio rock, Palais Royale, Greta Van Fleet. Like, right. it was a right. lot. Well, Regardless, I always appreciate when a band takes a chance, mm-hmm. but I also appreciate with these singles, 
that it seems like they're really just making music for themselves right now. Exactly. It seems like they're, they're obviously there's always a bit of a, of a, I think it's just the, the COVID thing where people mm-hmm. were pissed off and frustrated. And that's like the music that's coming out that was written over that time. Yep. But regardless, um, regardless, this is going to be, I think one of their best albums. It's great to hear. And mm-hmm. I, I think the production is really interesting on this record. It's like, some it's it's kind of a it, a little bit different sounding it's, than some other it stuff. It almost it's not, feels like old it's not rise typical. Corbett. A little bit, yeah. It's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like a breath of fresh air on the production side. At, at first, I was like, "Oh, this kind of sounds like like I don't want to say I, I'm almost. Oh, I think I said to myself, "This sounds weird." Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of the singles, I was like, "Actually, I think I really like the choices here." Yeah, because things sound good. It's just everyone's so used to like a certain wall of sound that's that's mm-hmm. happening in like rock music these days that's like hey maybe maybe like not everything needs to be cranked up to 10 and maybe it sounds better so yeah i'm, I'm excited to hear this record um and i know we got nine other records to get to and we're talking about this a lot so i will leave it at that but yep. sleep with sirens new record uh it's gonna be gonna be big for the band so number nine we are going to the other side of the country uh portland oregon specifically for the new record spirits from sensational rock alternative band nothing more Um, I Mm -hmm. think this band is absolutely incredibly innovative and right up there with the other alternative bands that I praise, uh, like Starset and another band that will be coming later today. Uh, But I think that this band is awesome. They have a super amazing live performance. I think these every one of their records for me has been kind of hit or miss, but the songs that do hit are absolutely phenomenal. And they're at a point where their live set is all bangers. And I yeah. think that as long as they keep doing that, they're keep going to find success, right? Like the debut single for this record, turn it up or turn it up, like stand in the fire. Like that's just an absolute banger. And it was so good live too. Yeah. This, this band is really, they really are one of the better kind of, yeah. Radio mm-hmm. like alter, current alternative radio rock bands out there right now. Uh, even just calling them that, doesn't give them enough credit. No, I don't think so. Um, it's like progressive you know, rock, another, but it doesn't feel like prog, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, they're they're a really great band. Another band that in that that vein, like Bad Flower, would be another kind of comparative band to them. I don't you know, even think so though. The the sounds are just way too different. Like they're different, but you know what I mean. I'm just talking about mainstream, mm-hmm. more mainstream rock bands. But nothing this, this more is, is like great- if Coed and Cambria was consistently on Octane. If you don't know who nothing more is, right? Like, I think that's a good comparison. I think that's a good comparison. Absolutely. And not to be confused with nevermore. That's a totally different thing altogether. 100% different. (laughs) All right. Well, nothing more at number nine. All right. Number eight. Uh, This is only an EP, but I feel like it needs to be here um, just because of how important this artist is. Uh, but we've got the new EP Stagger by Poppy. We only got one single off this, which is FYB. And I think Poppy's an incredible artist, incredible songwriter. And the only reason this is number eight is because it's an EP. I love this song. It's, it's so cool. Good. It's just like this little like minute, 45 second punk song. Yeah. Like, and like, I like with the, lots of swears. I like the and, concept and I like too, because it's like you fucked a girl that's going to fuck you back. <laughs> like, it's great. It is, um, it is interesting. I, I really do, uh, dig it. And yeah, she is just, she is like this. 
I feel like she could be the biggest pop star in the world if she wanted to be, yeah. but she doesn't care. Yeah. And that, that to me is just so fucking cool. Like mm-hmm. I just, uh, I just cannot, I could not like her anymore. She's yeah. so, so rad. She could be the hugest pop star in the world if the coin landed on heads, but it keeps landing <laughs> on tails every day and she's just an angry punk metal artist. <laughs> I love it. The best. It's great. The, the song best. is awesome. Uh, the EP is called Stagger. I think it's four songs. I'm really excited to check it out and see if the rest of this is going to be kind of the punker side, though. It has been a bit since we got some of the kind of like I disagree, like harder, more metal poppy stuff. Um, but I'm, I've been really enjoying this kind of adventure we've been going on with her as an artist. I think she's growing a lot lyrically and thematically with what she wants to be singing about. And rather than poppy being kind of a persona and having to sing about like the origin, like the story about it, right. Where Poppy was like a animatronic, like crazy thing. And she's really moved away from that concept and been able to create songs that are more relatable while maintaining the aesthetic of the concept. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And right now this is interesting. I'm seeing this on Spotify. She's currently on tour with the smashing pumpkins and Jane's addiction. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know why? No, why? Because Poppy and Smashing Pumpkins are label mates on Sumerian. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that Very weird? Bizarre. Very bizarre. But I'd like to see that show. Anyway. Oh, apparently uh, Poppy's right, on Sumerian now. It says Republic Records. Huh. Okay. That I learned. All right. All right. Well, yeah, super cool. We're going to move on to number seven. Uh, so number seven, we're going to Hartford, Connecticut for one of the coolest hardcore bands out there right now being boundaries with their new record burying brightness i think this is one of the best album titles of the year it is concise and very clear the imagery they're trying to invoke with this uh but the band is just absolutely heavy in your face i'm going to turn this record on over the weekend and just do spin kicks in the living room for 30 40 minutes yeah that's pretty much what the band is doing yeah yep i mean yep it's it's yeah, it, it kicks ass. I don't really know what to say. It's it's like they're a hard band to really like describe, mm-hmm. you know, and I know I don't, that doesn't mean that they aren't doing anything exciting. They're really good at what they do. Um, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's yeah. spin kick each other in the garage and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, probably it's a good band to dive into their lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really like, you know, maybe get a little bit of the feels too. Yeah, I mean, they, um, they have some spoken word some parts which out. are very cool. Um, yep. As far as bands that I like and we have talked about on the show that I think are similar, uh, because we have talked about boundaries on this show, it was very early on in New Noise. Uh, but like Great American Ghost, uh, we've talked about Jesus Peace. Mm-hmm. Have we talked mm-hmm. about Judiciary on the show? I think they are similar as well. Um, yeah. Maybe like Chamber as well, where it's definitely hardcore, but there's a little bit more to it. It's good stuff. It's definitely good stuff. Uh, I'm into it. So that is Boundaries from Hartford, Connecticut. That's a tough town at number seven. So we're going to number six. Uh, Number six, a band that I think is just so damn underrated in our scene. Uh, Outline in Color with their new record, Coast is Clear. A lot of people, I've been kind of talking about these singles a little bit, and a lot of people thought Outline in Color was done. Uh, No, the band still exists. They're still amazing. Uh, I think they are really similar in the same vein of Secrets, where they are just a super talented band that has just drawn the short straw consistently and hasn't been able to take off. Um, This record, based on the singles, 
is going to be absolutely great, though. I think any band smart enough to have your lead single featuring Michael Swank from Fox Era currently and previously Mike Relocate uh, is just genius because I think Michael Swank is one of the most talented vocalists in our scene. Um, all these singles are just bangers. Yeah, I, I agree, man. This is like, you know, I'd say this is like a little less on the hardcore metal front of boundaries mm-hmm. and a little softer. Going back um, towards Sleeping still heavy. Sirens realm. Yep, definitely still heavy though. Um, mm-hmm. And I like that about them. They're not afraid to get heavy, but they do have some really, really uh, catchy parts as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, this this band, um, you know, they've been at it for a minute too, you know? Yeah, um, since like 2009, dude. Yeah, they've been at it for a minute too. And you're right, they've never quite gotten there. And I'm looking at, they were supposed to be on the Electric Cowboy Tour, which is oh, not happening, right? No, um, only Electric so, Cowboy has dropped. Attack Attack is still doing the Oh, tour. they are still doing it. And okay, they actually still doing it. added another band to it. I just can't remember who off the top. Let me well, look. That's good. That's good. Or maybe, maybe they uh, added... Was it Outline and Color that got added? Yeah, so Outline and Color oh, got added. Oh, was it? Conquer Divide and Across the White Water Tower are also support, which are also phenomenal bands. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So, well, absolutely. That's Outline and Color. Uh, if you've been sleeping on them, get on it. That's at number six. We're now entering the top five. Yeah, finally. Um, so number five, a lot of people I don't think are going to know who this artist is. Uh, and that's okay. But it is the new record Satellites by Cell Dweller. Um, some of you may know Cell Dweller by his various other projects. Um, his name's Colton, uh, or Clayton, sorry. Uh, he also has Circle of Dust and Scandroid. Um, he is the art guy who is behind the label Fixed. Uh, he is the godfather of putting electronic sounds in metal music as yeah. well as like one of the original industrial metal kind of like pioneers. This dude is incredibly talented in all of these singles rip. And I'm really excited for this because this is one of the first artists that I got into in high school that kind of had electronics within heavy music. Right. Um, right. It was kind of taboo when you were listening to like thrash and stuff like that to listen to stuff like that. Um, but I absolutely love this artist. I love his sound. I think it's great. Totally, man. Um, yeah, you said it really well. I think whenever you hear those bands do it, mm-hmm. this is just like so much better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, it's like a lot of bands kind of, how do I say this? They almost kind of don't want to commit to it all yeah. the way. They, like they want to have like electronics on in the, the music. Of it at the time. And it was like, all right, we're going to take the sound that's popular. So like you've got metal bands like ripping off Dead Mouse or ripping off like Steve Aoki like sound and style. But like Cell Dweller, very similarly almost, I was talking to a friend about this recently to the latest Code Orange record, right? Just melded electronic music into industrial rather than took metal and made it into electronic music right yeah so it's very very well orchestrated together he is kind of the heart and writer behind the project um you might get very confused if you look at his spotify you will see like 10 different versions of the same record at times 
because he keeps like getting access to new technology from these records that are like 20, 30 years old. And he keeps like tweaking them to more perfectly fit what his vision of them was back in the day. And he's just a super devoted artist, very passionate, very cool dude. I love this record. And I yeah. haven't even heard it yet. Very, no, it's, it's very cool. And yeah, I just, I have a lot of respect for it because it's not easy to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think so many bands, when they do incorporate electronics, they're just, for me, it's, it's almost like it's got to be really good to impress me. Yeah. And he does that. A lot of bands really fall flat to the point where I'm like, just don't even bother. Like you're putting some electronics in like an intro and then it just like kind of goes away in the rest of the song. It's like mm-hmm. Cell Dweller doesn't fuck, doesn't fuck around like that. No. It's like, this is an electronics based rock band yep. and it's, uh, it's yeah, very, very good. So yes, don't sleep on it. Uh, it's good. Oh yeah. You're going to number four. Number four. Uh, so this record, if I want to call it a record, I'm calling another record of the same length a record. So I've got to call this one a record. Uh, it's only seven songs. It's the new record, Datura, I think that's how we're saying it, by Boston Manor. It is the spiritual follow-up to their latest EP, Desperate Times, Desperate Pleasures. We're supposed to consume them together, I believe. Okay. Um, but Boston Manor is just one of the coolest alternative bands in the world right now that hasn't taken off yet. I think they have such an amazing... like identifiable sound that like they come on and I immediately know it's Boston Manor, right? Yeah. And they know how to write a banging chorus. They are just super catchy. I think this band is about to absolutely explode once the radio catches word that they exist, right? I know. They're like criminally underrated. They're like, they're in this sort of weird place between the scene and the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It's like, it's like, I'm just waiting for them to to like have finally have that song that makes them explode I mean, in the mainstream. They, and they're not, they they're never going to lose briefly with halo, but then they right. like kind of fell off again. And I don't know what happened, but yeah, well that was a while ago. That was the welcome to the neighborhood album. Right. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, um, what a, what a great album. A so glue good. was maybe even a better album. I think so, but it got uh, less hype. You weird. know, I mean, I don't know this. It's like, it's tough because when you're doing something that's this creative mm-hmm. and outside the box, a lot of people just, they're like, yeah, it's good, but I don't know. People want to just compartmentalize things. They want to put everything in a little yeah. fucking cubby and label it what it is. And when it doesn't fit into your perfect box, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it can, it can, I think it can just kind of, I don't know. Just it, it's just hard to describe to people. I don't know what it is, yeah. but but this band is the real deal. They're amazing. Um, I love the last EP too. I'm excited for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, I can't. I couldn't say anything. I can't say anything about. Uh, I can't say anything bad about this band. They're yeah. just they're terrific. We are in the point now where there are just so many releases this week that we're gonna love all of these records and. It's very hard to differentiate them. So I have just kind of picked an order. Right. Right. So, well, it's tough. It is. Um, and speaking of picking an order, let's pick up I mean, that number, number one. Three. Number one, I still don't know. Number one could be, I know I have a feeling the three records you have left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what they are, but I do not know what order they're going to be in. So, yeah, I think almost anybody could guess. I've been hyping all three of these up quite a bit. Uh, but number three, because it is, 
kind of that shorter record. Um, we've got the new record Goblin Hours by Bill Murray. Vibe core at his best. Mr. Murray does yeah. no wrong. Um, whatever the current one. memes are for this record, I think the the current meme is no wiping until Goblin Hours comes out. <laughs> Which, I mean, whatever. Uh, but no, I love Bill Murray. I love his aesthetic. I love his weird shit going on. Like, I have a Bill Murray weightlifting belt. I have a Bill Murray uh, potato sack in my pantry. Like, I love everything about this dude. I love everything about this project. Johnny Frank is just an absolute genius that this scene doesn't deserve. And I think he's a godsend. Everything about this project's amazing. Yep. Straight up, man. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I I, I really like these two singles Mm -hmm. that have been released. I love that they're like, they've got these pretty crazy, chaotic, heavy moments. Yeah. And then he said this record as a whole is going to be heavier than the lightest couple. He's been itching to get to some breakdowns again. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's it's got that. And also it still has the classic um, Bill Murray, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, vibe like catchy choruses and great vocal hooks Mm -hmm. and like just the vibe and the electronics, you know, that like some of the programming, I guess I should say, is really, really good. And yeah, man, it just, the guy never misses. If you somehow haven't heard about Bill Murray yet, like maybe it's your first time listening to the show. It is B-I-L-M-U-R-I. Johnny Frank previously from Attack Attack. Um, And what was his, he's got two other projects. It's a good question. Um, I will find them. Yeah. Well, he's been doing this. He's been doing this. He's only been doing this band for like six years. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. The March Ahead. And how many releases are there? Uh, there's a like, lot of albums. So the March Ahead is his like, other group. Um, albums. We've got 400 Pound Back Squat, Hog Crankers Bulk's live album, Eggy Pocket, Murray and Friends, which covers album Rich Sips, uh, Wet Milk, Taco, Solid Chub, Banana, Frame, Letters, Bill Murray, Jaguar Shark. Yeah. Great Lots. project, though. What was the other one though? It was like that cottage core, right? Where it was like post hardcore to sit around a campfire too. I don't remember Mm. it off the top of my head now. I don't know, but I will find it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Find it and and let us know what it is. I bet I could find out from Wikipedia. Maybe we're going to see the March ahead. No, we already got the March ahead. It's the other one. It starts uh, with like a C. Interesting. Yeah. Wikipedia doesn't even know, man. That's how, that's how like. Oh yeah. It's like super underground. Crazy. I will find it. Cause it's going to bug me. This is great podcasting too. Oh yeah. This is great. Just wait. We just wait for us while we try to find an obscure thing that won't even matter. Yeah. All right. While you're waiting for the next two, two records. We we love Bill Murray. I can talk about number two (laughs) while we, or while I search, um, this record hurts me to put it at number two. Um, because this is probably my favorite band, but I know what needs to happen. Uh, so the project (laughs) calls chair C H A Y R. Ah, yes. I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, it was with, there was like a female vocals with it, right? Yep, and it's got like a mountain on the background. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 
course, um, yes. Found it. Uh, but this record hurts me because this is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, had it been any other week this year, I think it would have been number one. Um, right. But we've got Dark Bloom by We Came As Romans. I got this record in the mail yesterday. I listened to it five times. I went and go, or I went to go see the band play it live at the Loving Touch last night. I'm going to see them play it at the shelter tonight. Um, I absolutely wow. love We Came As Romans. They're probably my longest standing favorite band. Um, this record is absolutely incredible. Um, to go through it kind of song by song a little bit, um, the first five, so side A on the record, are the singles. Then you have a really sad song. Then you have the heaviest song uh, We Kim's Romans has ever written. Then mm. you have um, a kind of like emotional heavy song. Um, they went down and they actually wrote it with Cody from Wage War. So it sounds kind of Wage War-y, but it's still very yeah. good and very weak car. Um, then you have a kind of sad song. Then you have probably one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life and Promise You. Um which is obviously like the spiritual successor to Promise Me, which is the only song Kyle actually wrote vocally for the band. Um, mm. So it, it is a very emotionally charged record. Um, I cried quite a bit the first couple spins uh, as well sure. as last night. Um, I love this record. Kyle definitely lives on in this record still as well with some of the electronic parts. Um, you, you can still feel him alive on this thing, which I think is a really, really cool thing. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this record. No, I think absolutely, needs I mean to check this. It out. This absolutely, I mean this being their first full length record in five years. Yeah, you know, um, to put that together, uh, you know, with without Kyle and figuring that out is definitely difficult. Mm -hmm. So you know, for the band to do this, the singles are all really great. Um, I haven't heard the whole record yet, but you know, like you're saying, it's it's you know, it's going to be it's it's a big a big a big piece of the band is missing from before. Yeah. So to fill that void, um, you know, I think uh, is, is a challenge, but I think one that they're up to definitely up to the task. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, I think it's absolutely incredible. All right. You ready for a quick ad? We are going to take a quick break and then we are going to get into the number one record of the week. What could it be? Hmm. We will know. get into it right after this. And we're back. We are back. Here to stay. I think if you like heavy music and you haven't been living under a rock for the last, oh, I don't know, 18 months, you're going to know what the number one album of this, of this week is. Yeah. So up until this week, uh, I didn't know what year it was. Uh, but now I'm fully aware <laughs> that it is the year of Deathcore. We have Maybe. the new record... Pain Remains by Lorna Shore. I think we don't really need to talk about this much. I think everybody kind of knows what's going on here. Um, this is going to be the heaviest record of the year. This is going to be one of the best produced records of the year. This is going to be one of the most emotional records of the year. I, if you had told me that when we only had Sun Eater and Into the Earth, I would have laughed at you. But after hearing Pain Remains 1 and Pain Remains 2, yeah. um, these songs are emotionally draining to listen to. It is very depressing. Um, I think this record as a whole is just going to be absolutely incredible. I think it is too. I, I, you know, obviously the band had a lot of hype 
last year when To the Hellfire came out mm-hmm. and it really like a lot of people were like, who, who is this band? People didn't know before. Yeah. They didn't know who Will Ramos was and all this stuff. And this band, this song really put them on the map. Mm-hmm. It's safe to say the stuff they've put out since is even better. I think so too. It's and, and it's less hype, that is, but it's I think better from an emotional I, yeah. and just like songwriting perspective. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, this is this shit is for real, man. Lona Shore is is selling out shows in twenty minutes right now. If that, like this, this this is never. This is the the, the, the thing. Like everyone's like, okay, wow, they're like, wow, it's a big band, cool, whatever. Uh, you know, this has never happened before. No, there's never been a band this heavy, this visceral. I, I think the last ever time it happened get this big was Suicide Silence with Mitch. Yeah, but this is so much more than that. No offense to Suicide Silence. Yeah. I mean, this this is so so extreme it, it, and it is, so heavy. I so I think for the day or for like the day that they came out. Is comparable, right, to equal levels of heavy compared to everything else that was going on. But like right. old Suicide Silence doesn't hold a candle. This Lorna Shore record, it is so disgustingly heavy. Um, yeah, I I think the only thing heavier than this is like some of the super obscure black and grindcore and stuff like that that I'm terrified to ever put on this show. Right, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, well, reach out and ask me if you want to listen to it, but I'm not going to talk about it here. (laughs) It's, it's so crazy though, to me, like when a band does this, when you go from a genre like deathcore, which, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people said it was dead, Yeah, you know, uh, just a couple years ago, people were like, oh, this genre is dead. Nobody cares. You know, all these bands are are gone, you know, despised icons broken up. What do you know? It's over, man. And for this band to come out of out of this and be have this much hype, be selling out shows in twenty minutes, you're seeing their t-shirts everywhere. Um, it, it's just insane to me. And you know, people that have no business listening to this kind of music are into it. And They're I always think that Lala that's really Palooza. interesting. Right, right. You know, and it's a little bit like the turnstile phenomenon, mm-hmm. where you have a band that's doing something a little bit different in the in the scene. And then all of a sudden it it's people are picking up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to see turnstile last week and the crowd didn't, was not, they were not hardcore kids. No, there were hardcore kids there, but mo- the majority of the crowd was not. And I think you're going to f- see that with Lauren ashore as they get bigger and bigger, yep. but it's cool because like people, hardcore kids, people in the scene love turnstile. They're an amazing band that put out a phenomenal record. Mm-hmm. Lauren ashore. It's the same thing. Yep. People in metal that have been listening to metal for decades and love deathcore and never gave up on deathcore still love Lorna Shore. And then the mainstream and these other people are, are getting in on it. Mm-hmm. They also do. And you know why? I will say because there's it's a fucking good. That's it. Cause it's fucking good. It, it's odd to me because there are still old heads who are finding ways to gatekeep deathcore with this Lorna Shore stuff. And I'm, I'm just flabbergasted by their ability to mentally run laps and try and find ways to do this because Lorna Shore is giving deathcore that all of the old school metal heads like complained about deathcore because it was too formulaic, too central on breakdowns. So Lorna Shore right. comes in incorporating black metal, symphonic, melodic elements, and they still don't fuck with it. And it's like, it's absolutely insane to me. This band is incredible. 
they deserve to be number one uh, this week, if not this month, if not so far this year, right? Um, I mean, I, I it's going to be hard to top. I mean, that spite record is very good. You're talking <laughs> about Deathcore. Uh, you know, uh, there's been some other really great records yeah. like that. But I mean, hey, we don't know till we hear the whole thing. But I mean, you, I you can tell. You can tell it's going to be an absolute fucking ripper of a Look, record. Listen, Angel Maker, it was a really fun run. His Deathcore yeah. album of the year, it's over. Angel Maker is a good, you're right, it's a damn good record. No, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of good, really good, um, really good records in that, in that genre. Mm-hmm. But this is a, this is the week of Lorna Shore. And yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you like heavy music and you like it extreme, this is the one yep. right here. All right. Well, Great for some uh, mentions. should I we do a, a quick? Okay. Well, let's get let's do a quick recap because we had so many records. Sure. So let's let's hit this top ten and then we'll get in the honorable mentions and we'll start at number ten. So number ten, we got Complete Collapse, the new record by Sleeping with Sirens. Number nine, we've got Spirits by Nothing More. Number eight, the new EP Stagger by Poppy. Number seven, Burying Brightness by Boundaries. A lot of bees. Yeah, number six. Coast is Clear by Outlining Color. Number five. Got the new record Satellites by Cell Dweller. And four. Datura by Boston Manor. Number three. Goblin Hours by Bill Murray. Number two. Dark Bloom by We Came as Romans. And of course, the number one album this week is... Pain Remains by Lorna Shore. There you go. That's a big week. Very big week. Lots of things to listen and it's to. Get even and make sure once we get into these honorable mentions. Oh boy. Yeah, because you, you Mike had to cut some things off. Yep. So here we go. Let's uh let's hit up the honorable mentions. All right, so we're gonna go through the albums first. There's a new record from Blue October. Make sure you check that out. Oh, yeah. If you're into some cool oh, yeah. alt rock. Uh there's a new record from She Must Burn. This is a really cool like metalcore deathcore project. I just don't know enough about it. It's very similar to like uh Worlds Apart Make Them Suffer. Um, okay. So very cool. Uh, oddly, there is a new record from Skid Row. I'm going to check that out out of pure morbid curiosity. Uh, who is, is Sebastian Bach singing for the band again? Uh, I don't is believe so because for a while it was actually ZP Thart, the original uh, vocalist from Dragon Force, who was the oh. vocalist. And now it is Dave. This oh no. That's backing vocals, backing vocals. God, uh, Eric Gronwall, as of 2022, uh, Eric he was Gronwall. previously in uh, Swedish Idol, and then Heat, and then New Horizon, and now he has joined Skid Row. So I'm sure he rips. Yeah, I'm sure he rips. Yeah. Uh, all right, Skid Row. Uh, your favorite band well, baby. is releasing a second record this year. We've got new record from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh my God. A second one. I know. Wow. Wow. This is the best year of my life. I know, right? Um, There's a new record from this band called Varials. If you're into that, I'm not. I don't promote bands that like crowd killing at shows. Um, But yeah, check that out if you're into it, I guess. Um, Okay. New record existed. I don't know the story. Uh, I don't know the story there, but... uh, there, There are a couple instances where the vocalist has incited some crowd killing incidents at their shows. Um... And we'll leave it at that. Uh, new record okay. from Exist Immortal. I know this band sounds heavy. They're kind of like post-hardcore metalcore, though. Um, super cool, talented band. Kind of upcoming. Make sure you check them out if you like smaller bands uh, within that scene. Um, 
I know I talked about Open Mike Eagle. Another one of my favorite kind of like pop hip hop artists is MIA, and they have a new record coming out mm-hmm. today or tomorrow. But um, okay. make sure you check that out. I think they're great. They're more than just the cash register song. Yeah. Um, Stormroller. This is a really cool, like blackened thrash metal group. Uh, they're coming out with a new record. I think it's going to be really impressive based off the singles. Uh, new record from the 1975. Um, this band wow. who kind of came from our scene uh, and has moved really into a kind of dreamy indie space. Um, I just really didn't, the singles didn't hit it for me, but I'm sure there are people out here who are still really big fans of this band. Uh, I just miss the guitars. Yeah, I mean, I think this band is insanely talented. I actually don't oh, yeah. know how I did not know there was a record coming out this week. I still week. pre-ordered this record, um, even though I didn't like the songs, right? Like, I think they're super talented. I think there's always something on their records to enjoy, so. Yeah, definitely can't uh, cannot deny the talent um, that the band has. And yeah, I know they've said some weird things lately in the press I read yeah. about Ed Sheeran and whatever, but, um, you know, hey, uh, this, this, if you like, if you like poppy, if you like pop, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to like it. Yep, for sure. Uh, and the last one that I want to talk about uh, is we've got this new record from a really cool power metal band called Dragonland. Um, it doesn't, power metal doesn't normally fit on this show. It kind of seems a little bit more like filler sometimes, but uh, Dragonland is a super talented band really up there with Stradivarius, kind of incorporating some more like electronic and high fantasy uh elements into their sound while still ripping and being really cool instrumentally. Uh, so please check that out if you're into power metal and you like my recommendations for that. Um, okay. Next up, uh, we've got two EPs. Uh, one of them is a live EP from Pup. So make sure you check that out because that band's great. Okay. And uh, new EP from Wild Ways, which is a super cool metalcore band. Um, a lot of people might know uh, wild ways from totally wild and his YouTube channel where he, uh, covers a bunch of pop songs as metalcore. He's a very talented vocalist. And you ready to get in some singles? Sure. Um, so fit for a King, awesome band, the ghost inside, awesome band. How about fit for a King featuring Jonathan vigil of the ghost inside? Awesome song. Okay. All right. Okay. Boom. Uh, the gloom in the corner has a new song featuring Lauren Babick. Awesome. We'll love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, we've got a new song from Epica, which is like a symphonic metal band uh, featuring some of the guys from Flesh God Apocalypse, which is like a symphonic death metal band. So, yes. Match Made in Heaven, I'm here for it. I can't wait to hear this song tomorrow. Uh, for old fans of Betraying the Martyrs, uh, you'll know that Aaron Matz has obviously left the band and is now in a current new project called 1056. They have a new single coming out, should be awesome. Cool. Uh, one of our favorite Japanese bands here on the show, Cult, with a V and an E, so C V L T E, putting out a new single. Should be awesome. Uh, yeah. This new kind of death thrash metal project that I found called Freedom of Fear is putting out their second single off their upcoming record. Uh, we're probably going to talk about this when the record comes out, but I think this is an awesome band. Um, I thought we were safe from for a while, but we've got a new Buried Alive song this week. <laughs> Those guys just don't stop. It's a banger, though. No. Oh, so good. Uh, new song off Insanely the good. Architects record next week. Uh, it's a great song. Architects Don't Miss. We'll be talking about that. Uh, new single from Young Culture, who's a super cool like pop, com, or pop punk band. 
mm-hmm. and another super cool pop punk band who's putting out a deluxe record, and this is the first single off of the deluxe portion of that. Our good friend Youth Fountain. Oh, absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be Keepsakes and Reminders Deluxe. Super awesome. Love it. Uh, Deathcore band Distant have signed to Nuclear Blast, I believe. Or maybe it's Century Media, and they're releasing a new single because of it. So make sure you check that out. Um, Yeah, absolutely. New music from the real funniest person in our scene, uh, Traders. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like... Don't get me wrong. Brendan from Counterparts is funny. Tyler from Traders just funny, <laughs> funnier. My okay. opinion. Well, He's great. Okay. Um, funny, funny. That we can have multiple funny people. I can. like more more funny. Can we, we can. just let's get more funny people in the scene? I agree. Please, yes, please. That's a better way to put it. Uh, Blink One Eight Two. Speaking of funny people, new song Friday. Oh yeah. It's called edging. I mean, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is blink is blink back with the, the, all the pervy stuff again. Like, so they're just, you know, it, it seems like it's possible. So I have heard, um, a verse and a chorus. And I think if you are expecting blink 182, now that Tom is back to immediately go back to sounding like NMO states, take off your pants and jacket and stuff like that. I'm sorry. This sounds very similar to Matt's Gibo, Blink-182, but it's still good. It's Blink-182. Wait, you've heard some of it? Yeah. But not, not the whole song? Yeah, so they had a bunch of different teasers around and somebody oh. on Reddit realized that they were all like, just you could like splice them together and hear a verse and a chorus from the song. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to wait for the song and yeah. then I'll make up my own mind. In fact, I might just wait for the record. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, like uh, people kind of forget. I know we talked about blink a lot already, but mm-hmm. like people kind of forget that they did do a record, you know, when they got back together with Tom neighborhoods and probably it might be their worst album. Oh yeah. Um. So, you know, hopefully that's in the rearview mirror you know, and they can get back to, to that kind of, you know, I'm not going to say take off your pants and jacket anima the state sound. Maybe there'll be some of that in there, but you know, the self-titled record sound, which I think was probably when they were at their best. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, two more, uh, new single okay. from Eluvati. I think this is one of the coolest damn metal bands out there. Uh, they're kind of folk metal incorporating classical like Irish sounds like bagpipes and hurdy-gurdy and lutes and flutes. And these guys are just absolutely awesome. They've ripped for the last 20 years probably. They're just super fun and unique. Um, so make sure you check that out. That's E-L-U-V-E-I-T-I-E if you have no idea how to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last one, the one that I'm really excited about. Um, listen, uh, friendship ended with Book of Nile. Alex, previously of Drown This City, is my new best friend. Uh, this Make Them Suffer single is an absolute banger. Um, Alex, obviously replacing Booka, uh, the new keyboardist and female vocalist. Um, but she can also scream, which just adds a yeah. complete new dynamic to these songs, yep. too. Because now you have two screamers and a clean vocalist in like a two person package. And it's this song doom switch is just incredible. It's yeah. 
Alex, uh, Alex, um, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's like, that's a band that's been so under the radar for so long. Agreed. And unfortunately, Drama uh, City is broken up. I mean, we kind of know why now, but. Right. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. But so it's, it's great that they found each other, you mm-hmm. know, in that, in that tiny little country, yeah. uh, you know, so it's, it's really great to see. And, um, and yeah, I wish them the best with that. I think it's going to be, going to be really great. For sure. Uh, but that's all I've got for the honorable mentions today. Um, we kind of held everybody here for an hour. This is a long one. We don't like doing that. Well, you know what, Mike? Sometimes we have to make up for lost time a little bit. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that's okay. Happens. We don't choose when the releases come. We just tell the news. Yep. It's a big, big one. Uh, big week. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for, for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week again. And uh, right on the, yeah, right on the um, eve of when we were young festival and then I'll make sure that I'll report back mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks as well on the podcast about how that's all going and, and everything. So yep. should be uh, should be a good time. We'll have to figure out recording this obviously for the soon times while you're all busy doing that. Oh, I'll be fine. Plenty of time. No problem. Oh, yeah. Just going to be sitting on a bus because you can't go to when we were hungry fest anymore. So uh, yeah, too much no, time. I mean, not even a bus. I'm just, I'll be in a hotel room. We're just, you know, flying in. Honestly, I was kind so, of curious, like off my head too. Like if when we were hungry does happen, how many like artists that are going to when we were young are just going to go to that? Because there were, <laughs> yeah, there were still like sure. so many good bands, right? Like I'm looking it up real quick just because I want to see what the lineup was. Cause it was it's so sad. It got canceled. I know. Right. I, like, was it just bad ticket sales? Uh, or? The event was originally scheduled to take place on October 20th and 21st in Las Vegas at Rockstar Bar, Concert on the Green. An official statement from the festival's founders as follows. Due to unforeseen circumstances, blah, blah, blah. It's no longer able to take place. Um, everybody's frustrated. We're heartbroken about this. We're working around the tr- clock to try and make it happen. But sadly, it was beyond our control. Um, so I assume venue pulled out or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I um, don't know. But this lineup was incredible. Like it was still a ton of classic bands. Like you had Black Flag and Madball headlining the first day, and then Secondhand Serenade and Every Avenue headlining the second day, as well as like Hello Goodbye, Alsana, Ann Arbor, Dropout Kings, Unwritten Law, Palisades, I Said to Kill, Say We Can Fly, Varsity, Tiny Moving Parts, The Bunny the Bear, True North, uh, Saving Vice, Cross the White Water Tower, I- Dollskin. Like this was a cool festival. I had no idea Black Flag and Mad Ball were playing. I know, right? That's like must have got added later. Yeah. Cause I didn't I never saw that. Okay. Oh, and it's like the the Greg Ginn Black Flag. Okay. Yep. Yeah, in, very interesting lineup. Uh, it's too bad. It's too bad. There's a there is a lot there. And um For sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have been, been in town to check it out. So Exactly. I, th- I, I want I, I wonder what happened. Oh well. But anyways, it'd be like that. And we yep. got to get moving. So All I will right. talk to you later. Well, thanks, bud. everybody. Yep. We will talk soon, Mike. Yeah. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.